Hey everybody, uh, welcome to the third installment of the Three Rounds Boxing Podcast Show. This is your host, Kelsey McCarthy, along with my lovely co-host wife, Rachel. Hey guys. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. This is our uh, third uh, installment of this epic series. And hey, we do these pretty much whenever we want. So we, we kept up the week-by-week schedule for all of two weeks, and then we took a month off. So what are you going to do? <laughs> So, yeah, just to go over the format of the show, three round, three three-minute time rounds, three topics, here we go. Topic number one, what just happened? We just watched Victor Ortiz versus Josecito Lopez on Showtime Championship Boxing. What a fight. Agreed. It was a great fight. I mean, I thought it was going to be a really good fight. It was a really good fight. It was actually even better than I thought it would be. And not only that, we got a tremendous upset. Absolutely. And I can verify that Kelsey went into this uh, thinking this would be an evenly matched fight while others thought like Victor was going to kind of just bowl over uh, uh, Lopez. Uh, even a trainer we met in El Paso thought Ronnie Victor Shields. Was, well, <laughs> okay. What? I can't say Ronnie Shields? I guess. I was he doesn't care. Ronnie name. Shields is. All right. All we right. have like six listeners. <laughs> but um, Ronnie told us. To be fair to Ronnie, Ronnie told us that. And Lee had no chance. Right. Uh, he, was, he was correct on that. That said, tonight's fight, great. I mean, the whole ma- evenly matched, those guys went out there. Um, I mean, Lopez came to, came to fight and he came to win. You know, he didn't back down. And we've seen other fighters come into a ring with the, with the guy that's supposed to win. And they're, you can tell they're like, oh, yeah, they I act don't like belong an opponent, here. not like an opponent. Right, right. And so it was just great. Um, I don't fault Victor for stopping the fight because of a broken jaw. I mean, sure, we'd like all fighters to, you know, it's nice when you have a fighter that comes out there and fight with whatever injury they have, no matter what. But not everybody's cut out for that. And, you well, know, when he broke his jaw, it's not like he right. had a hurt thumb. Not or... to mention that he was kind of set up for failure when Golden Boy goes ahead and sets up the <laughs> September 15th date with a fighter... That uh, Victor Ortiz, who's mentally unstable, I mean, how was he going to be able to be like, okay, I'm not going to look to September 15th. I'm going to take this guy, regardless right. of what he said. Who's a tough opponent. So two pretty big, I guess, epic fails there by Golden Boy. Not only did they schedule that Ortiz-Canelo fight for the same night as the proposed uh, Chavez Jr. and Martinez fight. Not only do they do that, but then they schedule one of the people that are going to, supposed to be in that fight against a guy like Josecito Lopez, who's a really good fighter and who totally could pull off the upset and totally did pull off the upset. Absolutely. It was a really good fight. I mean, I, I enjoyed it tremendously. The whole card was great. We saw Jermel Charlo from Houston, who we've you know, talked to before and interviewed mm-hmm. and, and seen trained before, and he's a really good up-and-coming prospect. That's one of the benefits of... I guess having Showtime is you get to see the undercard fights, which you don't get to see a right, lot of which if, is fantastic. if you yeah. never get to go to fights live. And so it was really good. What a great card. What a great night in boxing. And nights like this remind us of why we love boxing. Absolutely. Like, especially, and it was such a great gift after what we had to suffer last week, which will be the subject of, of round of, number two. Okay, sure. Round number two. We do what we want. Go ahead. I can't start the bell as quickly as you would like. Round number two will be, of course, about the epic fail that was uh, the... the Pack Bradley decision. Yeah, and I'm sick of talking and writing about this. 
actually just wrote something for the Sweet Science that says last word on this because I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm sick of the whole dialogue. I think it's a stupid dialogue, but let's right. talk about it. Let's finish <laughs> it. Let's talk about right. it. So we watched this over at a friend's house, and uh, you mentioned earlier in our, our first take of this podcast <laughs> how uh, we were at a friend's house that we don't get to see a lot, so we weren't listening to the HBO commentators a whole lot. No, I don't pay attention to those guys. We were watching the fight, enjoying it. We watched the whole fight. Um, we watched the whole domination of Bradley from Manny Pacquiao. And we get to the end, and I turn to you and Matt, and I say, wouldn't it be hilarious? If there was like a split decision here. And, and like, we all laughed. Ah, that'd be <laughs> Because it, it was so just ridiculous to even Ludicrous. think about because Pacquiao just dominated the fight so much. Um, and, and I wouldn't say that as a boxing fan because I know how often judges get scores wrong. So I wouldn't say that unless it, I really like was like, there's no way this could happen. And it rarely happens, or at least I think it really happens, in... With a person like Manny Pacquiao, who's one of the top to Manny fighters, right. right? You expect this to happen for Bradley? Yeah, yeah. If Bradley <laughs> had been had it been the other way around, you'd be like, "Well, they might give it to Pacquiao for some reason." Right, and I, and I kind of expect a, an opponent to come in and have to really take it from a champion, but that's neither here nor there. Right. It was a bad decision. It was a it terrible was decision. Terrible, and I guess what people come out and say is. Oh, there were rounds where Pacquiao took off the first two minutes. And what I have to say to you is, what did Bradley do for the first two minutes of those rounds? I know what he did. He didn't come to win the, come to win the fight. <laughs> right, because, I, I mean, if, if he's taken off, can, can you tell me if Bradley went all in against Pacquiao in those first two minutes of those rounds that Pacquiao just allowed him to do that? No, nothing no. happened in the in first fact, two minutes. In fact, there were several times during the fight where Pacquiao would stop and look at the ref almost as if to say, this guy's not fighting. And you had a great word, because it's not like Bradley got on his bicycle. I'm not going to say that he went that far, but what you said... He refused to engage. Engage. He didn't engage Pacquiao. After about the third round, he decided, I'm taking the worst of this. I'm not going to engage anymore. And it's almost like he decided, I'm going to last the 12 rounds. Almost like Rocky, right? He wants to last the 12 rounds. With the champion, and the fighter that wins at the end of the fight doesn't say, "I'll go back and watch the tape and see if no. I won." And he doesn't tell his promoter afterwards, "I did the best I could. I just couldn't beat him." Because right. everybody knew, everybody knew in the arena. And I say everybody, ninety-seven percent people in the in the arena right. knew who won that fight. Bradley knew who won. Bob Arum knew who won. Manny Pacquiao knew who won. Boing. Stick to your guns, people. Don't be swayed by like these people who are coming out saying, "Well, maybe Bradley won." Like. We all know who won. We saw what happened. Right. It was wrong. All right. Round number three will be about our uh, epic journey to El Paso, Texas to see uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. versus Andy Lee. It was, uh, it was a fight I was really looking forward to. In fact, so much so that um, we, you know, we got credentialed for the Sweet Science. Myself as a writer and Rachel's a photographer. And we drove the... <laughs> ridiculously long way. It took us 12 hours. And I have to say that we were at a rest area and Kelsey showed, like, we stopped and we, we were there and I looked at a map. Had I have known how far east Houston actually was in comparison <laughs> to El Paso, we may not have taken I mean, this, the, this road trip The flight on. could have very well been in Florida for us. I mean, it was that far. It was a right. long, long way. If you're not in Texas, you don't know how big Texas is. Texas is huge. It took us 12 hours to drive there. We were driving 80 miles per hour. Right, yeah, because they raised the speed On a freeway. Right. It's ridiculous. It took a long time. But, 
Great weekend. Totally worth it. We enjoyed El Paso. El Paso was great. The scenery was great. And I know people come from other places in the United States, but being in Texas, I didn't know El Paso would look like that Uh still being in Texas. And so I was... And the city was great because I've been to other border towns. I had towns some of the best and, food I've ever had. I right. thought that, you know, the venue was great. I knew it would be great. But even, I guess, when we got there, I was like, wow, this is great. It was in the Sun Bowl, which is a, a large football stadium that University of Texas at El Paso plays at. It was outside. It's kind of set around some some huge mountains. It was really great. And, you know, Top Rank put on a good show like they always do. Um, the fight itself was fantastic. Andy Lee came out. You know, we had Mexico versus Ireland. You know, big pro-Mexican crowd, but there were a lot of Irish fans there. We met a couple Irish fans there. We talked to them. It was a great night. You know, Andy Lee comes out. He's boxing Chavez's ears off, but Chavez, he just keeps coming. First round is what you want to see. Like, you saw Andy Lee use his height and his jab, and I was like, wow. Even from my seat, which was a little bit further away than yours, <laughs> even from I was like, he's doing what he needs to do, and I it's had always Chavez two, just like the judges that did. I see that I want Chavez to use his height, and he never does, and I get frustrated because if you have height, I think you should use it. Andy Lee was a taller fighter; he used his fight, came into the, I mean, used his height, and and I was like, wow, and then he he lost it. He gave he gave up his height. He decided to stand there and go toe to toe, and you know. I can't fault Andy Lee for that. Andy Lee got caught up in the moment, and he wanted to be that, and he was that, and he just came up short. Chavez, if one thing that Chavez inherited from his dad is his world-class chin, because he took a lot of good shots. He and did, he, kept he took coming. a lot of shots. He came up, he came on in that fight like an avalanche. It was something, I mean, he just kept coming, kept coming, was landing some big shots. He was doing little things, you know, like he was catching some shots here or there with his his blocks and parries, which he's gotten so much better as a fighter. Um, and so it was a really excellent fight. Of course, Chavez goes on to win by TKO. Stoppage. Again, Andy Lee was stopped on his feet. Both times he's been stopped, he's been on his feet. So, I don't know. Andy Lee's not the type of guy to complain. I'm not saying it's a bad stoppage. It's just, you know, it's just is what it is. But it was a good fight. A lot of people now think Chavez Jr. has an excellent shot at dethroning. Sergio Martinez, which is scheduled for, what, September 15th? Yeah. I mean, people want to complain about Chavez and think he took too long to get to where he's at. But I say if this, if you need to take this long to get to this point to be maybe an all-time great, then you and your team, your training, like your camp, you guys did the right thing. Yeah, and you know. Like, so we not- may not like it and we may complain about it, but you have to do what's right for your fighter. And if he needed this much time, he needed this much time. When I was talking to Bart Berry on Press Road there that night. And he said, you know, if the way Chavez is looking and if he beats Martinez, top rank will turn out to just be geniuses for the way that they handled this. They brought him along slowly and they did and people complained about it. But if he becomes a legit world champion, best, clear best in the division, then they did the right thing, right? That's mm-hmm. that's his career. So Absolutely. So I'm looking forward to September 15th. It's going to be a great fight. Can't wait for it. And now we don't have to... Not that we were even going to consider we buying Canelo Ortiz, but uh, now, that's not even now the rest of you don't have to either if there were anybody out there that was considering that. <laughs> so that's all we got. It looks like we went a little over today, but hey, that's what we do. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back again either next week, next month, possibly next week. That's right.